Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Tuesday, July 12th. The risk to financial firms from climate change is considered a top priority, but a new survey finds there's some way to go to address it. Bloomberg's poll of 100 executives from financial firms globally reveals that while 85% of them have begun to assess the impact of climate risk, there's no consensus on how it should be embedded into risk management frameworks. Conducted in May, the research shows that of these firms, 37% are in the early stages of planning how to incorporate climate risk into models and governance, while 43% are in the mid-stage. Just 5% of respondents indicated that they're in an advanced stage, including having comprehensive data and multi-scenario analysis analysis based on a variety of climate variables like carbon emissions, geolocation data and extreme weather events. Most of the executives said that their focus on climate risk is about more than just regulatory requirements. Canadian standard of living could be better if more was made of the country's natural resources. That's according to an analysis of Canadian productivity compared to that of Australia, where higher labour productivity growth has helped drive up living standards. Earlier this year, the Fraser Institute found that after decades of Canadians in enjoying a higher standard of living than Australians, things had changed. Now new research from the non-partisan think tank shows that greater improvements in Australia's mining and energy sector has helped propel productivity growth, which in turn has helped boost average standard of living over time. Between 1995 and 2019, Aussies improved their labour productivity per worker by 1.6% every year compared to 1.3% for Canadians. The link with the mining and energy sector is evident, with mining contributing 0.3 percentage points to the overall labour productivity growth of Australia, but just 0.04 percentage points in Canada. Wealth management has the potential to propel financial services organisations' operations forward in their desire to outperform the market and add value, according to new research from Bain & Company. The report says that wealth management is in high demand from consumers, and by 2030, the industry's revenues are anticipated to increase by $254 billion, or double what they were in 2021. The industry's capital efficiency and recurring revenue streams are other distinguishing features. However, they added that banks and other wealth management companies must contend with disruptive pressures in four areas that are reshaping the market. On one front, new client categories are being created by changes in demographics and the globalisation of wealth. By 2030, 250 million customers who were born between 1981 and 2012 are projected to have an annual income above 100,000 US dollars. The Americas and the Asia-Pacific region will dominate this wealth expansion. The report also projected a rise in liquid assets of 90 trillion US dollars from all investors worldwide between 2021 and 2030, of which 40 trillion will come from people with holdings between 100,000 and 1 million US dollars. Asia Pacific and the Americas will once more take the lead. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters, plus how to prepare clients to spend a third of their lives in a changing retirement world, why the risk reward on HELOC borrowing has become a lot more interesting than it was two months ago, and fears of a recession and rising inflation are the latest challenges facing the not for profit sector. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.